Father God, I just want to thank you that you are God and you are good. And just for the season of Advent and the opportunity it gives us to explore what it means to step into hope, to peace, to love, and to joy. And the opportunity it creates to look back and reflect on your goodness and also how you're going to be good moving forward. And so I just pray that your words would be what comes through in this episode. I pray in my holy name. Amen. 2018 was an abnormally challenging year for our family. From the very start of the year, we had challenges. Uh, the first was our house did not have heat. And it seemed like the HVAC systems were working, but yet the house sometimes got to 40 degrees. There were times that we couldn't even stay in the house. Uh, and we later came to find out that both HVAC systems were messed up. Our house doesn't have insulation in the walls, doesn't have uh, really airtight windows. And so we constantly felt cold air coming through and we actually closed the pocket doors, had a space heater in room and basically lived in a room of our house for most of that time. As the year went on, uh, we had a number of other challenges pop up. Uh, one of them came after we learned that we would be expecting our third child and my wife didn't experience morning sickness. She experienced 24-7 sickness for about four months through the summer. And it was really hard for her to function, uh, to be able to do the things that she needed to do, to do the things that she wanted to do. Then we enter August and I unexpectedly lose my job. And I enter a job search that for months, uh, and even to this point, hasn't yielded any jobs. Uh, my son started kindergarten and the transition was initially really hard for him. And he was struggling, and at one point the principal had to call us. And then as we got to the end of the year, I blacked out, landed in the hospital for a week, and then had a cardiac monitor implanted into my chest to watch my heart, which meant that we were gonna have some pretty massive bills as we entered the new year. Bills that we already knew <laughs> would be a, a challenge because we're living on one income, and our savings had already started to chip away and we're expecting another child who will take that savings even further. And so this is where we find ourselves as we enter the Advent season, that these things were happening and scattered throughout all these were many, many, many other challenges, many other valleys that I'm not going to get into on this podcast, but it was a crazy year. And it can be really easy to see all that and just to think about the darkness. And that's the thing with Advent. You know, we sit in this season of Advent rocked by some big things, and we could leave it at that. We could wallow in the hardship and injustice of it all. But Advent calls us to remember that we are not alone in hardship and injustice. A body of people had known centuries of hardship and justice, and in response, God promised to send a savior to restore them to the full life for which he had created them. Advent calls us to hope, to peace, to love, to joy. And so as I think about this year, I can clearly see how God has gone before us in each of those situations. When our house was too cold to live in, a friend of mine who I hadn't seen in a long time uh, reached out to me and said that her mom and her had been talking about our house and her mom wanted to send us something. And we later found out it was a check which ended up covering the cost of getting the HVAC repaired, of getting some insulation put in, and of taking care of a lot of the drafts. When my wife found herself struggling with 24-7 sickness, a number of our friends came alongside her to support her and encourage her. There was flexibility in her work, and we just found ourselves in a season where she was able to rest more than she might have in other seasons. 
when I lost my job, God had given me a heads up and he had actually prepared me for it and given me a piece that set me up well for what could have been a really, really destructive moment uh, in my life. And as you heard in the hospital episode, when I blacked out, God had gone before us and put people in place to show us that he was there, that he was working. As I left the hospital, I left with a confidence that God was indeed at work through all of the things that had happened this year. And a funny thing happened. That week, we ended up having some unexpected expenses. Now, we were already aware that our budget was going to be very tight going into 2019. And so when my wife took the car in for an oil change and alignment and came back with a $500 bill because of unexpected things, when I had to pick up uh, some medicine and it ended up being... $70 instead of the $10 copay. When my wife went to start the car and the battery was completely dead and unable to be recharged and we had to get a new battery, all these things added up to about $700 that we just didn't have to spare. And yet, I remember feeling a peace about it. It was actually comical. It was as though I could recognize that the enemy was trying to distract me, was trying to say, well, look, things are still hard. Look, things are rough. Look, you're not going to have the money to take care of this. And it was almost as though God was saying, you've seen the things I can do. Don't worry about this. And so I didn't. And a week later, we ended up receiving three unexpected checks in the mail that ended up covering all of the expenses of the previous week. God is God and God is good. He is present and he is active. And most of all, in this season, we know that God is Emmanuel. God is with us. And so as I sit here, I have hope that God is at work in the hardships and injustices. I have peace that he is actively caring for and providing for us. I feel his love as he works in small and large ways. And I have joy knowing that he is near, he is powerful, and he is good. And we don't know what is to come in 2019, but honestly, Neither did anybody who was looking for a Messiah all those years ago, who never would have chosen the Messiah to be born in a manger, who never would have chosen a carpenter's son, and who definitely never would have chosen their Messiah to die on the cross. But God, in his infinite wisdom, does not see things as we do. We get caught up on the present hardships, but God is creating incredible stories. So in this season of Advent, no matter what's happened this year, we have the opportunity to rejoice that God is God, that God is good, and that we will see that at work now and as we enter the new year and beyond. This is episode 12 of the Where Did You See God podcast. I recently came across an update letter from a young lady named Phoebe who is serving in a ministry in the East End of Richmond, and I thought it was a beautiful take on the season of Advent, and so I'd like to read it now. Christmas is my favorite holiday. I love the lights, the music, the shopping, and all the cookies. The season fills me with so much joy and anticipation. It's a time when everything seems right in the world. The season of Advent as a time of waiting and longing is something that is unfamiliar and honestly uncomfortable. I would rather celebrate the light than allow myself to sit in the darkness. This year, I was excited to throw myself into all the holiday celebrations in a new city. And while I've taken advantage of the lights and the music to be sure, 
This was not the holiday season I was anticipating. Instead, I have had to come face to face with the reality of Advent, the darkness, the longing, and the promise of a coming Savior. I would like to write and tell you about all the good that is happening in the East End. There is good, but recently it has been difficult to see. Instead, my heart is heavy and I find myself asking every day, where is the hope? A man my housemates and I befriended in the community became homeless this fall and has been splitting nights between the homeless shelter and our front porch. Where is the hope in a housing system and welfare system that is difficult to access and navigate? A teenager who plays on the chat basketball team was murdered two weeks ago. Where is the hope when a young man is not safe in his own neighborhood? A few nights ago, there was a shooting near the house I live in. Where is the hope when kids grow up hearing gunshots and violence is normalized? On the news, I hear of rapists that go free and black men who are killed by police in the streets. Where is the hope in a broken justice system? Today, I am filled with many more questions than answers. Yet, in Advent, I find peace in the tension between having answers and asking questions. For me as a Christian, I celebrate the incarnation of Jesus and I long for his second coming. During Advent, we pause and mourn the fact that we still live in a broken world. This is a reality I feel so deeply, and yet we look forward knowing that Jesus will come back and he will make all things right. This year in particular, I find the words of one of my favorite poems, Christmas Bells, by Henry Wadsworth Longfellow especially relevant and comforting. I'll share a few stanzas here. I heard the bells on Christmas Day, their old familiar carols play, and wild and sweet the words repeat of peace on earth, goodwill to men. Then from each black accursed mouth the cannon thundered in the south, and with the sound the carols drowned of peace on earth, goodwill to men. It was as if an earthquake rent the hearthstones of a continent and made forlorn the households born of peace on earth, goodwill to men. And in despair I bowed my head, there is no peace on earth, I said, for hate is strong and mocks the song of peace on earth, goodwill to men. Then pealed the bells more loud and deep, God is not dead, nor doth he sleep. The wrong shall fail, the right prevail, with peace on earth, goodwill to men. Today, I find myself caught in the same tension Longfellow did, between bowing my head in despair and believing that there is peace on earth and goodwill to men. I don't yet have words or answers. I wish I had a resolution or a happy conclusion for you, but today I am allowing myself to sit in the waiting and longing. I'm mourning the death, oppression, and injustice that exists in the world. I'm choosing to keep going, to keep loving, and doing good even when it hurts. And I'm choosing to hope that Jesus will come again. And in that promise, I'll find my joy and peace this Christmas. morning I was struck by the verse of the day which comes from the story of the shepherds being approached by the angels in Luke 2 and this starts in verse 8. That night there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified but the angel reassured them. 
Do not be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David, and you will recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth, lying in a manger. Suddenly, the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. When the angels had returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, Let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. They hurried to the village and found Mary and Joseph, and there was the baby lying in the manger. After seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angel had said to them about this child. All who heard the shepherds' story were astonished, but Mary kept all these things in her heart and thought about them often. The shepherds went back to their flocks, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen. It was just as the angel had told them. And I want to read verse 17 and 18 again. After seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angel had said to them about this child. All who heard the shepherd's story were astonished. And what initially stood out to me is, shocker, the fact that the shepherds became storytellers. They were telling the story of what God had done. But then as I read it, I was struck by the fact that it was the shepherds who were given this opportunity, who were given this charge. God could have called so many others to be the voice of what had happened. He could have called people of authority, people of power, but he chose the shepherds who had been sitting out in a field watching the sheep and who many probably didn't think much about. And yet it says all who heard the shepherd's story were astonished. And so here's the thing, telling the story of what God is doing telling the stories of what God has done doesn't take you having power and authority. It doesn't take you having the right words. It just takes you being willing, one, to acknowledge that God has been at work, and two, to be willing to tell someone. So I would encourage you as you think back over 2018, whether it was full of joy or sorrow, whether it was full of opportunities or struggles, whether you gained things or lost things, God has been at work, and if you can recognize that, I want to encourage you to do like the shepherds did and tell everyone what has happened. And if you're afraid of how people will receive it, you don't have to worry about that. That part's not on you. You are just the teller of the story. God's the one who inspires hearts. And I can tell you, if you are sharing what God is doing, there are going to be people who are going to respond just as the people did to the shepherds that they will be astonished. So as you close out this year, be encouraged. Be encouraged that there is hope. There is peace. There is love. There is joy that is becoming accessible to you, that God is bringing to you. And no matter how dark or hard things are, God is God and God is good and he is at work and he wants you to see that. He invites you to see that and then he wants you to share it. So as you go through this Advent season, I encourage you to ask yourself daily, where did you see God?
Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to the Where Did You See God podcast. And I would love for your stories to be a part of it as well. So there are a number of ways that you can do that. You can check out our Facebook page at Where Did You See God podcast. You can go to anchor.fm slash where did you see God, or you can leave a brief voice message at 804-372-3836. I would love to hear your stories. And if the stories you've heard have encouraged you, uh, think of someone else who could be encouraged as well and share it with them. The music you've been listening to is You'll Walk, You'll Run by Urban Doxology. They are a solid group and you will love listening to the rest of the music. So check them out. And as always, as you go through your day, ask yourself, where did you see God?